Welcome, everyone, to the Tons of Productions podcast on this Monday, September 23rd, 2019. Today, I chat with Tom Green. He was on a world tour with his stand-up comedy, and he was coming here to Vancouver. So I purchased a ticket to go see him perform and uh, had seen stuff online and laughed my head off. I was like, oh, this is so great. I'm, You know, now he's getting into stand-up comedy. It's cool. So uh, here you go. Here's the interview, and then I'll tell you how it all came about and, and what happened when I was in the theater after. Uh, all right, so here you go. Here is Tom Green, everybody. listening to the Tons of Productions podcast. It's really good to meet you, Tom. Nice to meet you too. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming. So anyway, I, I just wanted to say before I uh, ask you a couple questions yeah. um, that I am a, uh, not only a big fan, but you influenced me and my friends uh-huh. uh, in the mid-90s-ish. Okay, yeah. I cool. was in a punk rock band as a singer, yeah. and uh, we were musicians, and we were... And what we was had, the band called? We were called um, uh, Ultramag was the name of the band. Rad. Yeah, amazing. And now you're doing a podcast, all, all you know, independent media, right? That's the way to go. You have so much on uh, um, your, in your history of what you've done, and I can't touch on all of it, obviously. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, touch on the uh, stand-up comedy. You've been doing stand-up comedy since you started? I, uh, you know, I started doing stand-up when I was a teenager in Ottawa at Yuck Yucks, and uh, I, did, I did it for several years during high school and... and uh, just after high school, and then I, I stopped doing stand-up and started the Tom Green Show. But, uh, but um, you know, about 10 years ago, I really got back into it, and I've been touring nonstop. So it's kind of like was my sort of uh, early start to show business, and now, you know, here I am, like, in my 40s, and I'm, like, really enjoying uh, touring as a stand-up now. Yeah, I'm loving it. That's sweet, yeah, because that's the ultimate uh, independent thing when you do it by yourself i love it and you go all over the world and uh, i i also want to touch on your album you released an album called the tom green show yeah that's it playing in the background right now I, I i play my new album when the audience comes in we're sitting back here backstage right now at the rio theater in vancouver and uh, yeah it's first time i performed here it looks like it's a really nice theater it's gonna be super fun we got a sold out show uh, we're playing my album for people <laughs> I'm, I'm excited i love vancouver well i i uh, um Loved the video you did, and you did that when you were on tour doing stand-up in Asia? Yeah, we made videos over there uh, during my tour, like, uh, you know, just to kind of kill time during the day. We'd go shoot a music video on the street, you know, every day pretty much. We ended up shooting three videos uh, while I was on my Asian tour, and it was, it was super fun. My friend Tony came with me, who worked on my internet show, and uh, now he's a big music video director, and uh, we thought, uh, hey, why don't we bang out some music videos in Asia? So we did a video for, uh, if you can go to my YouTube channel, you can see a video for my uh, song, uh, Live With Dignity. It's a rock and roll song. You like you like rock and roll music, right? I love it, I've uh, seen that video actually. Uh, yeah. Far Too Young To Die, also another rock and roll song in a similar vein, and then a more of a hip hop, uh, uh, oriented song called uh, I Want to Be Friends with Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I love those videos. They're yeah. great. I, I, I check out your t- uh, channel all the time. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun making them. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what I, I like. I'm kind of making music right now really just for uh, for fun, you know. I, uh, I put out a vinyl record this year um, and uh, 
and uh, you know, I just when I'm not touring, I, I've got my recording studio in my house, and I just like making beats and putting these songs together. And sometimes there's like when there's no pressure on anything, and it just makes it a lot more fun for me to kind of just put music out and make these videos, and I'm not really like worried about you know whether or not people like it or not, you know, and which which makes it kind of more fun because if you're, there's no pressure, you know. I like the challenge of technically recording it too like I recorded all the music in my house so so it's kind of like uh, I'm a bit of a, of a of a tech gear kind of geek uh, so I like I like I like that you know like I like your recording device that you have here I think it's very very impressive I want to write down the model number and maybe get one of those for myself so uh, my final real question I guess would be um uh, to uh, help out a buddy of mine who lives in Ottawa he, uh, his, he has an 11-year-old daughter, yeah. and she's been listening to my podcast, yeah. and she really wants to get into show business and film, and she doesn't uh, know where to start. So I, do you have any advice for anybody in where they could go or what they could do when they're young and they, they want to get into show business? Well, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of, I guess, ways you can approach it. Um, I would recommend if somebody was starting from scratch that they should probably uh, – surround themselves with other people who who have similar goals because um, you'll learn a lot from other people you know I started going to Yuck Yucks when I was 16 years old doing stand-up and I was surrounded by other comedians there was you know Howard Wagman was there and Mark Breslin were, the, were, were there at the time they encouraged me uh, I got actual feedback from people so um, that was helpful but if you want to be in acting you know maybe get involved in a theater group uh, you know, get involved in uh, if you want to be in television or you want to make television, maybe get involved in a, you know, a broadcasting or you know, uh, you know, course of some sort. I studied broadcasting in school, so television broadcasting, which led directly to, to what I ended up doing, which was making my own TV show. You know, so uh, you know, I would say that sort of might sound kind of like traditional, but I would say doing that uh, gives you a nice foundation. Of, uh, of, of sort of what you really need to know and then it's how you sort of apply yourself in that world like you, you know you have to be harder working than anybody else uh, you know you know this is sort of the dream job right like working as an actor or as a comedian or as a musician it's the dream everybody would do it if they could right and uh, you know the reason everybody doesn't do it is because it's hard and so if you work at it harder than everybody else and you maybe get some formal training as well that will put you uh, at an advantage. And then the, the final thing I would say is to like, um, actually not the final thing, but don't quit. Keep doing it, you know, uh, you know, don't, you know, don't quit ever. Uh, and if you'll get better and better at whatever it is you're trying to do. And I always say like to people that like love, you know, say comedy or if you love music or if you love acting, figure out who you love and what you would like to sort of aspire to be you know pick your favorite actor or your favorite comedian and then go read like every biography ever written about them and sort of really understand like what exactly did they have to go through to get where they got to where they they got to and so if you read that if you actually do read that like don't just put it off and not do it like actually go buy the book and then buy several books and then buy like dozens and dozens and dozens of books about people that are doing things similar to what you've done. Like I've written, I've read every book about Johnny Carson. I've read every book about Jack Parr, by Jack Parr, about Jack Parr. I've read every book about Steve Allen and by Steve Allen. 
you know, these are you know talk show hosts. I, 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 I you know, wanted to be in television. So, so I is read. that the reason for the format of the Tom Green show? I mean, I, the reason for the format of the Tom Green show is because I was I loved the David Letterman show. Right? Ah. So I loved the David Letterman show. Yeah, I wanted to do a show like that. And so, you know, in, in preparing for that over the years, I would read everything I could about anybody that was doing anything even remotely like a talk show, right? You know, I read the Howard Stern book. I read every book. You know, now, you know, when I'm doing stand-up, I mean, I tell people that want to do stand-up, they should go get Steve Martin's book, Born Standing Up. It's like probably one of the best books about stand-up, you know, and it's... And you, uh, you get a lot of information that you otherwise might take, you know, 10 years to figure out on your own. And you probably would never even figure out everything that Steve Martin knows, right? Right. So wouldn't you be better off to just go read that on a long weekend and have all that information in your head? So, you know, do that. Be passionate. Don't quit. Uh, love what you do. And uh, try not to get too down on yourself when things don't happen overnight because they don't. If you don't have persistence and uh, patience, you know, it's not going to work out. You know, I, 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 I didn't make a dime in show business for the first, you know, 12 years of trying every day. Wow. And I started doing stand-up when I was 16 years old. My show got picked up by MTV when I was 28. So, you know. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah, I had done things along the way. I did my rap group, Organized Rhyme. We didn't make any money, you know, but we... we on TV and all oh, that you're stuff. popular. We, I knew who you were. Yeah, Canadian show business, though. You know, we didn't make a dime off of that. You know, so it was like yeah. still living in my parents' basement. And so you know, it was it was tough. You know, and it was, but you know, you, I wanted to quit, but then I had no other idea of what I would possibly do. So, you know, that's also helpful if you have nothing else that you can imagine yourself ever doing. It makes it easier to not quit. You know, if you have a plan B, you know, you're probably gonna quit and go do that. You know. Right. So exactly. Maybe maybe try not to have any options as well. <laughs> like you have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time thank and you. uh, talking to me. It's so, so, so great. And I'm a, like I said before, I'm a huge fan and uh, I really enjoyed their time together. Oh, thanks. Good luck with the podcast. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for coming to the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> and uh, follow me on Instagram at Tom Green. I, uh, and I'm on Twitter at Tom Green Live. And I'm on Facebook as well. So Okay, and what, what, what dates do you have? Do you have uh, other Canadian dates coming up on this tour? Yeah, I'm always touring, so I'm always oh. pretty much hitting every city every year. Uh, if you go to my website, TomGreen.com, you can see what's coming up. I have shows in Winnipeg coming up. I'm going to Edmonton tomorrow. Probably by the time this airs, I'll have been come and gone from Edmonton already. But I always post my dates on my website, so I'll be, uh, I'll be hitting most cities. Pretty much every year. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. That was so fantastic. I wish it was longer, but what can you do? I mean, he's a busy guy, and he was about to go on stage, and that was the other thing. I was so nervous when I talked to him, and usually I'm not that nervous. I'm prepared, but when I got there at the Rio Theater, they whisked me backstage to talk to him right away, and it kind of threw me off, and I was like, ah, and I you know, got everything ready, and I got through the questions that I wanted to ask him. But uh, I wish I was way more relaxed. Oh, my God. It was, it, it, he was so kind and, and so gracious. And I, it was amazing to have the opportunity to talk to someone who is really successful. You know, when I first learned about Tom Green, it was back in the 90s. And he, you know, was like a lot of people that I knew. Skaters and people in bands and just the creative, artistic type of person that actually made it and got picked up. He went, you know, picked up by MTV, was on uh, uh, SNL, and 
you know, basically embraced by Hollywood and became a celebrity through his own efforts. And, you know, there we all gave him a tip of the hat. And, you know, even though we didn't know him, we felt like one of our own actually made it. And not to mention that he is known by everybody, everybody that I know. I mean, even my mom, I can say, I don't know, Tom Brady or, or some other famous person. And she has no idea who that is, but Tom Green, she does. She's in her late sixties. When I mentioned that I was going to talk to him, she asked me if I would ask him to talk to his parents and say hello for her, <laughs> which is hilarious. I mean, <laughs> they don't know her. <laughs> like, <laughs> my mom was great. Um, but anyway, uh, um, Tom is one of those people I wanted to interview because he's just like all of the other independent people that I interview that do film uh, in the way that he has that dynamic personality, that non-stop, no-quit, work, work, work uh, attitude about life and energy and, you know, is always telling you stuff that he's done and stuff that he's completed, not what he's going to do. You know, and I think a lot of people get confused with that. They really talk about what they want to do. And hey, their intentions are great and stuff. But I learned through doing my own different endeavors as far as stand-up or independent film or, or podcast or, or my books, um, writing and stuff. All of those things are more satisfying when you say, hey, I finished it and here is the actual thing I wrote. And, and you really, really feel a sense of satisfaction that I can't even explain. And he's had so many things that were successful that he, I, I bet you the amount of gratitude and the amount of happiness that he has inside of him is just immense. And that's why probably he is so kind and so caring and giving to his fans and not, um, not arrogant, you know. It's, it's so refreshing, and I feel like he had that sensibility about him that, you know, live and let live, and, you know, just have a good time with the person you're with. Uh, I, I, I extracted a really good juicy nugget of information and uh, um, what he thought about how someone could make it in the show business that wanted to start from scratch, and that... Uh, information is you know priceless really you have to go a hundred percent towards that and never waver from it always have your passion towards being successful in that manner and you will get better and better and better over time i mean there's a lot of comedians out there that <laughs> did stand up for 20 years before they were famous it takes time and patience and you have to be able to accept not making it and taking those failures uh, is not as failures really as as learning lessons and um, that will project people forward. And this is all stuff that um, I learned from him and other people that I've interviewed over time. I mean, Tom, if you're listening, thank you again. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. And so do my listeners. All right. Okay, everybody. Uh, uh, that's it. Uh, I, I will talk to you next Monday. And uh, I hope you have a great week and weekend. All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs>